schmabulous episode of... The Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. You're going to tell this listening audience, who adores me, let's be honest. Oh, behave. Jeff Lutz. I'm spreading my wing. This is me to the nth degree. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Stand by for action. Welcome, everyone. It's a Monday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show here on KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz co-hosting. Max Power, our producer and our engineer. 869-1240, the IHOP hotline. Only 95 degrees today. What are they saying out at the Weather Channel? I don't know. I don't know what they're saying at the Weather Channel. Well, isn't that what you call yourselves out of Channel 12 well, we're now? The Storm Team 12. What are they What are they talking about? It's going to be hot for a while. Well, it's supposed to cool down uh, this weekend for our first ever kickball kickapalooza event. Nice. It's still going to be hot. Let's not. At McAdams Park. Let's not go crazy. We're not going crazy, but it's going to be a little bit more tolerable. And we're going to have a bunch of kids, law enforcement, first responders. An NBC team is going to be out to play kickball. Do we know which one? I have not uh, determined that yet. I bet it's the Hayes Larks. I'd love for the Hayes Larks to come out. That's who yeah, I think it's still going to be, be 96 degrees on Saturday. Uh, but then next Monday, 85. And uh, maybe a little bit of a cool down. Maybe. that's something. 85 is still pretty hot. Yeah, but you can take 85. Okay. To me, it's all the same. When it's hot, it's hot. Really? Yeah. Uh, 85 is the same to you as 105. Kind of. <laughs> like you go outside. That's the, maybe the, the dumbest thing you've ever said. The sun's said. beating down on you. You get burnt easily. Yeah, it's pretty much the same to me. 105, you can't even walk. You can't even move. 85 would be tolerable. Good stuff. I'd take 85 every day. 65 would be what I would well, take. Well, you but every you day. like 65 and cloudy and No, it doesn't have to be cloudy. You like darkness. I like darkness when it's dark, not necessarily when it's daytime. You know what I'm saying? Here's what we have on tap for the show today. Some of my interview requests fell short, but we do have Xavier Bell from Shocker Basketball at 325 today. Uh, they leave tomorrow for Greece. It's big. Going to be over there for 10 days, playing some exhibition basketball, uh, figure out maybe a little bit of what they have with Paul Mills. Uh, anticipation starting to build for Shocker basketball. A little Does bit. Does it ever really not build? Well, yeah, I would say most of last year there wasn't much anticipation for Shocker basketball. But uh, they've turned over the coaching you know, staff. I've learned something about myself. Well, good. It's never too late. Because you just said no anticipation for Shocker basketball. Like, you know what I've done with last the, year. You know what I've done with the Cardinals this year. Not anticipated. Double down. Watch every game, every inning I can. I'm more invested now than I've ever been. And you know why? No, because I'm not a fair weather fan. Because of course you maybe are. I'll disagree with some of the things that are happening, but I'm going to stick in there, man. I'm right there watching every game, hanging on every tweet. Uh, well, that's sad. Just watching, just being invested. Unlike you, you have a tendency to wash your hands of your team. Not necessarily. No, I'll be honest. 
yeah. we're here to be oh, honest. Only 30 years I've been with them, but yeah, I've watched But, but I mean, if they're not doing well, I'm sure after the first two uh, games in the White Sox series, you were... What are you talking about? You, we split the series. You were done. Uh, not me. Not this guy. I'm in there. We're a half game out of first. And you don't, and you never talk about it. They're not that good. The Cardinals are terrible, but I'm hanging with it because I'm a fan. And well, yes, I so can be I. disgruntled. No, I'm a bigger fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I am. I've decided. I've made that decision. Okay, great. I'm proud of myself. Fine. I don't know what I you even, want me to say. I even cursed loudly the other night when something went poor. <laughs> that's just, that's so sad. Why is that? You sad? Got, there's nothing riding on any of these games. Nothing. What are you? What I mean? It's fine to get uh, to be to still care and to be involved, but emotionally, you're done. It's over. Might have been when uh, Talkman made that catch on the Burleson hit over the center field wall. That's that tough. Would have walked it off. I let out a little uh, expletive. Yeah, I feel for you. Well, I mean, that's but that's passion. Well, you want to win a game like that. Have some excitement. Have something to hang your hat on. And and I see Royals fans, some Royals fans, getting excited about sweeping the Twins. More power to them. Now, you'll be Mr. Cynical. Oh, they're so terrible. Who cares if they say, well, they helped you out. First of all, why, right? So why are you uh, putting words in my mouth? And Bobby Wood had a nice weekend, and uh, I didn't under-trade the Nicky. Lo- I didn't understand the Nicky Lopez trade at all, but the Royals finally had a positive. Good for their fans. How do you like the new me? Well, I, I assume no, their no. fans are pretty happy. No, no, I didn't ask you that. I said, how do you like the new me? Don't care for him. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Just uh, you're not usually sunshine and rainbows type of guy. Why can't I have a little positivity? Have at it. It didn't bother me that the now normally it, let's not go overboard, Royals fans. Let's let's stay in your lane. Uh, but you know, it's nice. Every baseball fan, everybody who loves the game of baseball, is someone I have something in common with, right? Yes. So I can't. I I choose to look at those people as allies. Except me. Yeah, you're a, you're, you're a lost cause. Thank you. Um, well, because you don't reach out to me. You don't meet me in the middle. What are you talking it. about? You're not All a, I ever do is talk baseball with you. You're not a friendly uh, baseball guy. I was talking about trades with you yesterday. Interesting weekend out at uh, Riverfront Stadium. How so? Well, two guys from Frisco got traded during the games. They uh, had Acuna? Yeah. What was he like to watch? He was, I liked him. He's exci- He's an exciting player. Um, well, he goes to the Mets. Yeah, he got and, taken uh, out of the lineup. What about our guy, Tagesi? Is that Se- how you? Segesi. Segesi. What about him? I like him. They had a nice uh, top of the order with those two guys and, and Evan Carter, who's their number one prospect. And uh, now they just have Evan Carter. And it was weird. Well, Segesi's done nothing but hit. Yeah, he strikes out a little bit, but who doesn't well, these days? A lot of hitters strike out. He's got a bunch of RBIs. He's, he's got 50 extra base hits. Got some homers, right? I like that. I like that trade for you. Well, I like it too. The the other one with Toronto, we'll see. Oh, I like it too. Really? 
Yeah, I like that uh, Netherland, that, that Dutch guy. I yeah. like him. He's the second coming of Bert Blylevin, in you my think opinion. So? Yeah. So? He's from the same place. Did you know that? Well, the Netherlands, so that makes no, sense. I mean the same place, the same town in the Netherlands. Well, then you never know. Maybe he will be Bert. I, I like that about A him. Hall of Famer. And I like the other pitcher, uh, Kloffenstein or whatever his name is. Uh, he strikes out a bunch of guys. So I uh, yesterday was fruitful for the Cardinals. Got some pitching depth. And I think they could potentially bring Jordan Hicks back. I think he, I think that's one that would not shock me at all. Montgomery, wild card. He probably wants to test free agency. Well, I think everybody who's a free agent. But I think the Cardinals will invest in Jordan Hicks. I think, I think he'll be a Cardinal. If I had to guess right now, that's my prediction. Well, why couldn't they work out an extension with him? Didn't really, really no incentive to. Why not get a haul and then work it out? Well, I guess. Right? I mean, that could... Isn't that better? It's better if it works out that way. Sure it is. What's to keep, you know, what's to keep the Cardinals from having a handshake agreement? Uh, here's what we're going to we're, we're going to do after the season. We're going to give you a shot at the pennant race, and then uh, we'll try to work something out. Four years, out with sixty million. You. Ooh, fifteen million for a yeah, right. The see. Now well, we're talking. <laughs> if he doesn't take that, then I don't. I would call him certifiably insane, because he's not even a closer officially. Yeah, he's a closer. Mm. He's a four closer. Four years, forty-five million by default. Four years, forty-eight million. How about four years? Forty million. Ten million a year. All right. We'll see if he takes it. I doubt if he will. That seems like plenty of money for a for us. But then you reliever. gotta go get a frontline starter as well. And uh because you still don't have that if you're the Cardinals. You you don't have you don't have that. Your rotation next year right now is Michaelis and Matz. Matz has been pretty good for you. He's not a front of the rotation. Guy. Well, He's a he's a four. He could be a two. No, he can't. Yeah, he can. No, he can't. He's been pitching real well for you lately. He's not a two. He's he a could four be. with ceiling of three. Hmm. Okay. Just saying. You paid him a lot of money. He's got he had a track record. And he's not a two. Uh, Michaelis is a five next year. Really? Or four. I don't know about uh, that. So you got to know gotta, adding three guys better than him. So you got to you got to really step up. Well, good luck to you. You got you got to you got your work cut out for you. You're more than welcome to uh throw in a bid on Aaron Savali. Well, it looks like he's going to get traded. I don't mind that if they get a haul. As you try to get, I don't know that you're going to get a haul for Aaron Savali. Well, we should. No, you shouldn't. Yeah, he's, we should. He's uh, pitched very well of late, and I wouldn't trust it as far as I could throw it. Why? All he, he doesn't does have any velocity. It's, he doesn't need velocity. Did Greg Maddox have velocity? He has the uh, he has the analytically rated best curveball in baseball, uh, and that helps him quite a bit. He's just that he's just that guy. He's not a guy who's going to throw ninety seven. He's going to throw some off speed stuff and hit spots. Don't like and it. induce weak contact. I don't like. I don't. I don't think you'll get a haul for Aaron Savali. Depends I think on. Get, 
I think you'll get some guy, a guy or two. Depends on who else is uh, traded and who else is on right. the market. It's, it's, it's all dependent upon that. But I, I don't see you getting a haul. Well, two and a half years of of uh, control. We'll see what we'll see what happens. Uh, we're also going to uh, analyze the AFC North coming up at two twenty-five, and at two uh, at three o'clock, top of the hour, the Bob and Jeff draft. We're going to draft Royals outfielders. Are there even sixteen that have throughout history, and uh, see who comes up with the better, the better eight? All right. That's tough. Well, I, why why would it be tough? Because all their best position players traditionally are infielders. Well, I, don't I can know if think of a true. bunch of outfielders. There's some outfielders. Yeah, they they've had they've had years where they've had really good outfielders. Well, it'll be uh, an interesting. I don't think anybody this year would be on this list. No. That I can think of. But they have some recent past guys who would be. Well, sure, Alex Gordon. Even yet, There's all kinds of... Well, let's not uh, spoil the draft. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'm, uh, he's not, he wouldn't be my first pick, but he'd, I'd, I'd like him. Gordon will probably be drafted. I think he'd enhance my, eight, my squad of eight if I'm fortunate enough to get the opportunity Absolutely. Uh, to pick him. So we'll see. Uh, 869-1240, if you'd like to get with Max and get on the air and uh, share your insights, we'd love to hear you. What else uh, happened over the weekend? I'm so locked into baseball right now that I I can hardly, uh, when when the two trades went down yesterday afternoon, just bang, bang. Now, my wife was bothered that it happened during the game. Well, there's really no other choice. You you do it when you do it, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you do it when when you dot the I's and cross the T's. And uh, they called Jordan Montgomery out of the dugout into the into the tunnel or the offices and broke the news. Uh, you, these guys are expecting it. Jordan right. Montgomery's going to a good Texas team. He knew he was going to be traded, and he knew he was probably going to be traded to a team that had a shot to win. I worry about Texas a little bit because – their pitching has fallen apart a little bit, but when you add Scherzer and Montgomery, then that's, that's you pretty can, solid. Uh, you can maybe uh, right the ship. They're not hitting very much either. Uh, Toronto with Hicks, nice addition. Uh, they lost Romano recently to an injury, but they bring in Hicks. Who else do they have? They had another uh, back-end reliever that they brought in, didn't they? I don't think so. Think about it for a minute. I'm sure. I don't think so. I think that's Toronto's only trade of notes. Nah, so they far. got another guy though. I don't think so. I think that's it. Well, darn it. Now I gotta look it up. Which irritates me. I'm just telling you, there's no other trade that Toronto has made. I don't think it's necessarily a trade. I th- I thought they had another guy at uh. the back end of their bullpen that they were uh high on. I don't know, but maybe I'm maybe well, I'm dreaming. Swanson, that. they have some guys back there, Mesa, right? And then they're expecting uh, Nate Pearson to return. I thought uh, Nate Pearson might be the guy you got from Toronto. Yeah, he. I think they regard him pretty highly still, even though he's been injury prone. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, I thought. Did maybe- you watch the Orioles last night? No. Why not? I don't watch See, that's the, why you're not. I don't a, watch the ESPN games, man. I I can't stand 
those broadcasters. Eduardo Perez is great. He is. In fact, I'm going to try to get him on this show. I love Eduardo Perez. Played for both of our teams. He's a great guy. How do you know? Because I listen to him all the time. Well, that doesn't mean I he's... listen to the morning show on uh, MLB radio. Dude, I am into baseball like you can't even imagine. Okay. More than you. Because you listen to a show? Because I, because I, I just stay involved with it. Oh, and, great. And I, and I don't know all, how you could like Eduardo Perez. What does he bring to the table? He's, he's good-natured. He's insightful. He knows the game. And I don't know why you don't like David Cohn. Now, Carl Ravitch, I don't care a thing about. He's not interested in the yeah, – they, they go overly – like I don't know. It's just not my, but, not my style. But to see, the, to see Camden Yards lit up like that with that many fans and playing the Yankees and so much excitement and enthusiasm, and they score seven in the first against Severino. And to watch – just to see the Orioles of all teams – in this position, ought to give you hope. Well, you, ought to be, you ought to be so thankful for the Orioles. What are you talking about? Because they, they, nobody thought they could win, just the like Orioles, nobody thinks the Guardians can the win. The Orioles have all sorts of tradition and have won before and have some of the greatest players who have they ever played. They haven't been good in forever. Ten years. They were okay ten years ago. They weren't anything. They made the playoffs every year. They weren't anything to speak of. Yeah, and they, they were. And here Manny they Machado are. and a bunch. Of, come on. And, and here they are, just as good as you can possibly imagine, and they're on Sunday night baseball. And you and and it, it bothers me that you didn't watch. I'm just not going to watch Sunday night baseball. Well, then I'm I watch every other possible game I can, but I'm not going to do the ESPN thing. Just because you don't like ESPN. Just I just don't like those guys. You I don't, don't like I don't, A Rod. I don't like national broadcasts. I had to watch the stupid Apple TV broadcasts on Friday night uh, because the Guardians play. That cost me $7, by the way. Um, and just awful. Just abs- mispronouncing names. Just b- reading from... Well, just enjoy watching the game. I would like to, but it's just not Why not do you good. get so hung up? Turn down the volume. Well, I got to hear something. Well, turn on the radio. Yeah, that's hard to do. Sync it up. I've done that before. It's hard. You got a, it's like an eight-second delay you got to mess with. I, I don't know. I, it feels to me like you're missing out if you're not uh, watching some Orioles baseball. I've watched the Orioles. I've watched They're the Orioles plenty. Yeah, they've, they've uh, figured something out. Well, they had all these high drafts for a long time, and, and they hit on them. Most of them, yes, they did. It seems like they have. Adley Rushman, uh, Jackson Holiday. Who's the Who's the kid they have now? Gunnar Henderson. Yeah, I mean, they did, they've they've done a great job drafting, and you if you get that many high picks, you better hit on them. Right, and it seems like they've hit on basically every one of them. Bunch the of Royals did not have not hit on any of them. Now Bobby Witt starting to show some signs. Starting to look more and more like the star they hope he'll be, but we'll see. I still think the Royals, everything has to go right, but they could have a quick turnaround if they find some pitching um, and maybe some other guys start to click. I don't think it doesn't look great for the Royals, but I still think I don't some know where of their, you're seeing that. I just feel like there's still something there. They, Vinny Pasquantino's coming back. 
perhaps you're fearful, aren't you? Not fearful. I just uh, you live in fear. Tell, I them, look tell at the it, audience. I want to look at it objectively. You just tell the audience. Just like the White Sox could have a, a quicker turnaround. You live in fear, don't you? I do not. You know what? I've been watching is Rickles reruns on Johnny Carson, so I got a little bit of that. Was a little bit of Rickles there. Mm. <laughs> Rickles is kind of a uh, standalone. What do you one, mean? One of a kind. You can't just do Rickles. Oh, I can do Rickles. I don't live in fear. That's okay, but, uh, you know. I live in fear of watching Noah Syndergaard pitch to the Astros tonight. Well, let's see how the kid does. Well, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm excited until he gets lit up, and then we'll see. He probably will get lit up. You go with it. We got Thor. That's kind of that's yeah, just, but he's not Thor anymore. He's still Noah Syndergaard. Maybe yeah, he is Thor. Uh, see, now you're defending him. Well, let's see. Let's see. But I'm going to tell you right now, he's not Thor anymore. We'll take a break. When we come back, we will uh, look at the AFC North. Last week we uh, went through the AFC South, and of course, when we do these things, we end up arguing, and that's that's part of the part of the charm of the Bob and Jeff Show here on KFH. Back in a minute. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, the new wave era in rock and roll was uh, from 1977 to 1984, those years. Max is honoring that era with In Excess, Listen Like Thieves. Yeah. Uh, the passing of Pee Wee Herman, a.k.a. Paul Rubens. I was never into the Pee Wee shtick, although I respected it. I uh, it, it was huge. Um, what was the shtick? Because to me... It was just kind of being... As a kid, it was just a kid show. Yeah, right? it was kind of a kid show, but I think it went deeper than that. I know. What was the, what was the depth? I don't know. I don't, I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not equipped to answer those questions. As a kid, again, it just seemed like a kid show to me. I wouldn't have picked up on the depth to it, the way it was speaking or resonating with adults. Well, but Pee Wee Herman was just as big with, uh, with grown-ups as you, he was with children. You so might know this, yeah. Bob, but... The first Pee Wee thing was an adult thing on HBO. Well, there you go. What did Max say? Well, put your headsets on. I would never. Put your headsets on when we're doing a show. What did he say? Max, repeat what you just said. The first big Pee Wee thing was it was an adult, a little adult show that was a a feature on HBO back in the early, early 80s. Well, there you go. All right. So anyway, our condolences to all uh, who loved and admired uh, Paul Rubens, his passing at the age of 70 after a very private 
uh, battle with cancer. All right, let's uh, let's get to uh, what we were talking about earlier, and that is breaking down uh, the NFL as we started last week uh, with the AFC uh, South. Now we're going to go north, and it's a much more competitive division, we believe. I think you believe that. Uh, yeah. With the Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns, all of whom, in, uh, in my estimation, all of whom, Potentially playoff teams. Do you disagree with that? Premise? I don't know about the Steelers. Kenny Pickett, when you have uh, whatever you want to say about Deshaun Watson, and I have a lot to say, he's he's had nice moments in the NFL. He's a pretty good quarterback when he's on. Uh, the other two, Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow, MVP-level players at points in their careers. And then you have Kenny Pickett. That seems like a you huge also have drop Mike off. Tomlin and the Steelers. I know, but how far does a, a emblem on the helmet really take you? And you never count them out, especially they finished last year strongly. Um, I never count out the Steelers. I've learned my lesson. I've been around uh, longer than you have. I know. But it's Kenny Pickett and those. And the, are... Kenny Pickett and the Union Gap. Don't forget that. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Max, now that was good. Uh, that's too bad you don't know that because I just made you look uninformed, and and that's okay. Why? Because his name was like Jimmy Stickett or no. something. There was a band back in the day called Gary Pickett and the Union Gap. Well, good for them. And uh, I referenced that, and you're like, I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. Well, I don't, I don't know about the Union Gap, but I it do sounds get like it. awful, an awful band. It sounds terrible. They were very good. Name one song. Uh, Max, <laughs> play, a, play a cut from Gary Pickett. Puckett. And the Gary Union Pucket. Gap. Oh, that's right. What? It is Puckett. Yeah, so good luck. I thought it was Pickett. Uh, anyway, that was still funny. Mm, kind of a miss. Kind of mi- Yeah, I did kind of miss. But, you know, a good producer wouldn't have corrected me. He just made me look like a fool. No, I didn't go on thinking. No, I didn't want people to think you didn't know. No, I wasn't trying to embarrass you. Well, I let's hear a little Gary Puckett. Well, well, maybe when we go to break, because I don't know when we go to. Well, Max just has that on cue. Max can find anything. He can, and he will, but not immediately. Great stuff. Dime a dozen stuff. No, that's good stuff. It's dime a dozen stuff. I'm not saying it's bad, but... Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. That's exactly how I would expect that band to sound. Uh, Kenny Puckett for the Steelers. We're going to rename him. I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't count them out. I'm counting them out. That's just me. I think uh, certainly the Bengals are the favorite, but the Ravens are right there. We don't know the severity yet of Joe Burrow's calf injury. We believe he'll be back in a week or two, but uh, how effective will he be? Those are those are dangerous injuries. 
Yeah, calf strains are things that linger for quite a while and reoccur. And Deshaun Watson will be better in year two of his comeback. I sure hope not. I know you don't. Listen, I get all that. We all know. We all know we're not big fans, but we're talking about performance on the field. Now. Well, I'm, I'm rooting for him to fail. Is that bad? That's fine, but you rooting for him to fail uh, has no bearing on what we're talking about right now. Uh, the the potential for Cleveland to be good is pretty high. It is? Because I think he will be good. They added the receiver, they, Elijah Moore, and they've got some weapons. So maybe they're the only team that's paid a running back. Uh, they paid Nick Chubb, kind of. Uh, Who's the best, arguably the best running back in the NFL? He's Yeah, he's top two or three, I would imagine. Man, I don't disagree with me just for the sake. Well, you have Derek I, Henry, I just, you have Jonathan Taylor. I said arguably. And I said, yeah, he's top two or three. And that uh, that means he's in the argument. Uh, here's what you have when you're looking at the Steelers. Uh, you've got Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, who's very good. They brought over Allen Robinson. Uh, he's not good. He's not very good. At least he certainly wasn't at the end of his run in Chicago. Uh, George Pickens is okay. Uh, I like him. They're okay. And Fearmouth, their tight end, is good. So Pickett has some weapons. He does. That's a good division. It's a really good division. Has the chance to be really good anyway. We'll see what Baltimore does. Uh, Lamar needs to kind of find it again. Not that he's been bad, but he won MVP and hasn't really played at that level since. They picked up uh, OBJ. They've got now another potential weapon. They've got two really good tight ends. They're running. Pittsburgh's. You got to talk. I, I'm sorry. You started to drone on and on. Well, I'm I'm talking pretty well. What, what were you going on and on about? Well, Baltimore's weapons. They they always run the ball. So, yeah, they've got a chance. After a minute, all I heard was just a straight. That was good stuff, man. Yeah, but I, all I heard in my head said, "Well, just that was really good." You should. I'm, you should have heard I that. I missed some of it. You should have heard it. It was excellent. It sounded like it could have been pretty good. Oh, it was. But after a while, man, I, I after somebody talks for that long in a row. Well, you just named every weapon Pittsburgh had. Was that exciting? Don't forget about Pittsburgh's defense either. I will. I, I like at Pittsburgh. some point. I will forget about Pittsburgh. You know defense. what? I like Pittsburgh. Okay, I like. Them I'm a little finish. disappointed. I did, I didn't pick Pittsburgh. Back in the day, when I had this big deal about picking a team, well, you, you remember that? Yeah, I do. It was a disgrace. Why do you say that? Nothing has really come of it. Right, the team I picked, the Raiders, haven't been any good. Yeah, and it hasn't really given us much show fodder. And well, it's given us a tremendous no, amount of show fodder. Not, not anything. Oh my God, not anything valuable. Show fodder like you can't believe. Mm. Because you've you've uh, semi-rooted for a bad team. It's been great show fodder. Uh, I might argue. It hasn't been good, productive winning for the Raiders, and it's made me look bad. And now you're putting your hopes on Jimmy G. I'm, I'm curious to see what they do this year. Yes. I don't want to get into the AFC West. Okay. That's a, another discussion on another day. Well, it'll be a big discussion. Uh, the, the talk now is the AFC North, where I don't know how you beat Cincinnati with, with that offense.
it's going to be tough. But there's some teams with pretty good defenses. Cleveland has a pretty good defense. We expect Baltimore usually to have a pretty good defense. And you just mentioned Pittsburgh. Does that mean they can keep up with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and again. Joe Mixon and T. Higgins? Dare I say you're droning again? I'm doing well. You're doing, you are doing well. It seems, it, as I watch your lips move, it seems like you're, you're making some salient Well, points. I'm not over here on a computer looking at, I'm just, this is straight from the hip, No, man. it seems like you've got it together. As I, again, I'm not sure I'm hearing it, but I. And did I know we were talking AFC North today? I didn't. This is just, again, straight from the well, hip. It's, all, it's always put on Twitter. And if you'd get here a little earlier for show prep, well, I so don't have that choice. We'd have some time to prep. No, I don't need to prep. L- l- listen to me. Does this sound like I need to prep? Well, it's, it's, no, but it's a little dronish. Well, I think we're talking football. I don't know what you want me to say. We are uh, we are sneaking up on football season here. August uh, is upon us. Is August a good month? Do you enjoy August? Mm, I would say August is the dog days, right? More so than July. It's the dog days for baseball because you're entering that month where it's still hot. Uh, you, It's not quite the stretch run, but it's important. But, man, you've already played four months. So how much can you reach down for? Uh, football, it's the anticipation month. Uh, free season basketball still a little ways away although heck basketball starts at about the same time as football anymore so who can really tell the difference um yeah it's, it, the golf majors are over uh which i miss i miss the golf major you do there should be more we need six well, they, wouldn't majors. Be, they wouldn't be majors we need more big golf events what what do you do if you're in charge of golf? What would you say is the sixth biggest golf tournament? Well, the Players Championship is the fifth. Yeah, exactly. Um, probably the there isn't one. The, John Deere, the Nicholas event, or the Palmer, the Memorial. Yeah, yeah that's so a good one. The, the Memorial would be the sixth, I suppose. Uh, isn't there an event that's just called the Tour Championship? Something like that. But th- that all hadn't really taken off. I don't like that. Um, I-, I long for a big golf event in August. Used to have the PGA Championship in August, but they moved that to May. Uh, so now you have the Masters in April, the PGA in May, the U.S. Open in June, and the Open in July. I like and that. And August is, is nothing. There's nothing there. Well, August isn't a great golf month. What do you mean it's not a great hot? Golf month? <laughs> do you know Other they can sports play golf in all a... kinds of venues where it's not this hot? No, I mean, you can play golf. You know, I mean, it doesn't doesn't have to be hot. It's pretty hot everywhere in August. Right now, you got the Wyndham Championship this week in North Carolina. Then you've got the St. Jude Championship, the BMW, and then late this month, the Tour Championship in. Uh, in Atlanta at East Lake Golf Club. Why is there a tour championship and a PGA championship? Don't ask me. And only one of them's a quote-unquote major? Well, because that's the way it is. 
That's how it is in golf. Not not feeling it. Maybe I'll try to get into the tour championship. Does that person who wins say I'm the tour champion? Sure, they're the tour champion. They won the tour championship. The PGA Tour. Okay, then what is the PGA champion? On that note, Jeff's uh, gone off the rails. And I I I could tell that was going to happen. These are all important questions. These are questions that that aren't worth asking. Of course they are. There's nothing funny about them. I'm not trying to be funny. There's nothing. What tour did you win the championship? There's nothing uh, insightful. It's just wearing me out. I'm sorry that uh, it seriously is making me tired. It's uh, tying you in knots, is what it seems to be making me tired. So when we come back, uh, we'll see if there's anything moving on the waiver wire for baseball. The waiver wire. (laughs) Now that was funny, in a weird way. We'll see if there's any trades. Surely something's going to happen while we're on the show today. Maybe. That'd be I mean, fun. We're, we're 26 hours away from the deadline. Uh, 26 hours and change away from the deadline. That's right. Well, yeah, 5 o'clock tomorrow. Right. That's what I said. Twenty. Yeah, 26. That's good. You made a trade. The Guardians acquired the number four prospect from Tampa Bay for Aaron Savali. And the number 37 prospect overall. Tampa Bay has a deep system. So he's a he's a good good hitter. Well, it, you hope so. It appears. It appears. And a guy who's going to fit well because we need power, and he's, a, he's got How some power. How many home runs has he hit this year? Uh, not that many. He's been hurt a little bit and got a shoulder. Uh, but he hit 22 last year and hit well over 300 and uh, draws a lot of walks, doesn't strike out much, and hits the ball hard. Well, let's hope it works out for you. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't like necessarily trading Savali, but his value is probably not going to get much Is higher. that all you got for the kid? Yes. Well, you take it and run with it. At least you made a deal. Usually ta- trading with Tampa Bay isn't awesome for us or anybody. Well, hopefully this one works out. Well, tell me about it. They've uh, they fleeced us a couple times. Us too. Uh, but we'll see uh, see what happens. And hopefully we get some more trades to report. Uh, those of you who are Royals fans uh, should be hoping for more. Uh, the Royals seem reluctant to trade. I don't I don't quite understand it. They're driven uh, they're driven by sentiment with Salvador Perez and. Uh, even Carlos Hernandez, who looks like he's got the tools to be a really good late-inning pitcher. Right. Uh, didn't work out as a starter. But but the Royals have thrived with guys like that in the past. Wade Davis. Uh, so, yeah, you'd think that's a guy, I don't know, it wouldn't kill him to hold on to him. Uh, he's got some years of control, and they probably want to be competitive in that time span. Am I droning again? How are you feeling about this? I don't know what what you're doing. You're doing fine. You're 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 just you're, you're full of thoughts today. I'm uh I'm just uh, hanging on the edge of my seat, hoping that the Cardinals aren't done. They're well, not. They're gonna are trade they? Jack Flaherty. Well, they got to package him. See, that needs to be the blockbuster. That needs to be the one where it's Flaherty, Edmund, uh, Carlson in a package. 
And for that kind of a package, I'd even throw Goldschmidt in there, although they're not going to. Um, for that kind of a package, you could get something. Well, Baltimore's still in the uh, in the hunt for some starting pitching, and they could probably what use. What would Baltimore give for Goldschmidt, Flaherty, Edmund, and Carlson? I don't know. They don't really need Edmund. Um, Carlson, I don't know. Goldschmidt and Flaherty, you know, I don't know. There's there's some value. You're not going to trade Goldschmidt. I get it. it, to some degree, but but to another degree, I don't get it. Uh, so they want to contend next year, right? Right. That's their thought. But Goldschmidt is, will be 36. Is Gold does Goldschmidt give you a better chance of contending next year than whoever would play first? In his absence, would you put Bur- does Burleson play first? Burleson plays first. Some he's not. He's more of an outfielder. Luke and Baker is a first baseman. Uh, you could even move Jordan Walker there, which I think will ultimately be his position, first base. Um, Makes sense. And then you could uh, figure out your outfield. But uh, these are all the things the Cardinals. Are wrestling with, I'm sure. I would have been a great front office guy. You know that, right? No, I don't. Wait a minute. Why Why would you say that? Because I'm thinking a lot about uh, what that, the Guardians did. That hurts my feelings. I was, as a, as a younger person, was trying to figure out a way to get into baseball. You, rem- do you, you don't remember that because I don't know that you were even born. Well, there you uh, go. But I was trying to figure out a way to get into baseball, and my way into it was through the NBC, where I worked for two weeks. Of course. Back in uh, one of those years. What do you think that was going to lead to? I thought somebody would see the work I'd done, and they'd say, we've got to hire this guy. Uh, he needs to run our baseball operation. That's what I thought. Sure. But I, but I only lasted two weeks, and I went back to the paper, and I spent the next 30 years there. Or, or longer. I can't remember even what year it was that I spent my two week uh, with the NBC. Long time ago. Feels like it was 1985 or some something like that. 83, somewhere in that general vicinity. Okay. Anyway, uh, what do you mean? Are you telling me I'm droning on? Yeah, that was a little drone. Well, that's a lot. That's a lot of information I packed in there. Uh, none of it uh, was accurate, apparently. Or I don't remember the year. Well, then skip that and get to the point. But have you ever been flown for an interview to, to another city? Uh-uh. I was. I was flown to Miami, where the owner of the NBC at the time, a gentleman by the name of Ron Fine wined and dined me like I was going to be the president. Who was uh, being replaced? No, remember. All right. I just know that that I was, a, I was the guy. Well, you made quite an impression. I went to Miami. I, I stayed for a couple nights, a palatial hotel, and uh, they gave me the job. And two weeks later, I said, this ain't for me. Two this weeks. Didn't, two weeks. I lasted two weeks. Could he make it a month or? It was. It was. It just wasn't going to work out. I have my reasons. Well, let's hear them. Well, I don't need to tell 40 you. Forty years reasons. ago. Uh, just what well, I didn't. Nobody really 
go, told me what to do. Well, who, you're the boss. The, the other guy, the general manager at the time, was a gentleman by the name of Joe Ryan. And I couldn't understand what he was saying. And anybody who's out there who knows Joe Ryan, first of all, they're old. Secondly, they'll agree with what I was saying. All right. Well, I hope he's Trust not listening. Trust me on that. Joe, Joe was a good guy. He just talked like this. I'd like you to go. Sounds like he was telling you yeah. what to do. Then. I couldn't understand it. Did you understand a word I said? We'd like you to go. Uh, well, when you're not saying that, words. Well, that's how it sounded to me. <laughs> All right. And I said, was Joe, he not involved in the interview process? I said, Joe, what are you telling me? Just go do your job. You're in well, charge of I him. I need to know what my job is. So you're, you're telling me you're Joe. disappointed. You don't think I did I did my job. Uh-uh. How could you say that? Because I was you, trying my best to support my family, of which you were a part of. Still am. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I don't need to support you now. Well, we'd appreciate a little support. And you would. <laughs> You you know you would. What's what are you saying? You know if my parents had handed me a check at the age of forty, you know what I'd have done with it? We've never asked you for a check or money. I'd rip it up. We're still looking for that. First of all, my parents were deceased by the time I was forty. But if they somehow miraculously come back uh, with a check, I would have said, "It's good to see. I'm thrilled you're back." But no, no money. Yeah, we don't need money. We are still waiting on that two twenty-five for New York, but I'm sure that'll come. I never made that. Uh, that was only if you took the camper. No, that was if I didn't take the camper. Oh, it was. Yes, I, I'd have to hear the rewind. Well, my wife is budgeted for that, so you're kidding. You said it. You, you've really budgeted for money that I'm well, giving she was like, you. Yeah. He was like, are you sure he really means it? I'm like, yeah, he, I think he really does. So you had a conversation about a joke on a radio a show. A joke? In which I'm supposedly giving you 225 and you built it into a travel budget. Of course, because it wasn't a joke. That's unbelievable to me. Well, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I, I, I'm simply aghast that I here I am trying to have a little levity. On a radio show, a segment about you taking a camper to New York City, uh huh, driving through Times Square, no, with a camper on the end of your, no, nope, that wouldn't have been it. And I'm trying to have some fun with that, and I'm now on the hook for two hundred twenty-five dollars. You said it, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> on that note, it's time for a break. When we come back, oh, we got Jim thirty-five. I forgot all about Jim. Hey, Jim. Yeah. Good afternoon. Hello. Yeah, I'm still here. What you got? Hello? I'm still here. Jim. Bob. Go, Jim. You're you're on the show. What are you, what's going on? Oh, I'm on the show. I got a – that's the Valley Center greeting. What's going on? The greeting is, is uh, are you guys all lined up? Howard Cosell wise for Thursday night football. Thursday night football, September seventh. I will be at Madison Square Garden, so I, I'm not not up. For you that. will not be watching that particular game. However, I will. 
Well, so yeah, we're ready for it, Jim. Well, there's going to be more than one game, more than one Thursday night football game. There will be. Yes, we're looking forward to it. Well, you remember when Howard Cosell was on Monday Night Football to start and made it a big success out of it. We do remember that, Jim. I certainly do. Yes. Okay, that's the first yes. thing. Second thing is for the kid with the uh, president of the Eagles dying. Did he make it to the funeral or is the uh, anything called off as far as the uh, the Eagles for the next term of uh, touring? He was not part of their touring band. He had, he has not been with the Eagles since 1977. But uh, no, he also wasn't the president of the Eagles. It was? Nothing, Jim. Sorry. The president of the Eagles died last week. Yes, we're aware. <laughs> the president. The yeah. bassist, uh, the former bass player for the Eagles did pass away. Anything else, Jim? Well, I was just wondering if Jeff made it to the funeral or... Uh, no, I don't think that's a public ceremony. Well, it wasn't a public ceremony. But the, we don't uh, believe so. But the tour is going to continue. Yes, that's correct. He's no longer in okay. the Eagles. Thank you, Jim. We appreciate it. Uh-huh. All right, time for a break. We'll be back. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show, next. <laughs> 